Welcome to ESPN Cricket Post Camp Mike. I'm your host Kaustub. Vishal Dikshit joins us once again and we have presenter, commentator and Ravi Shastri expert Ronak Kapoor with us. <laughs> What's up Ronak? What's it like covering the covering an Indian standard time finally? It should have just been Ronak and Ronak on this podcast. <laughs> you guys are embarrassing me man. Ravi is like less intimidating company than two of you. No man like it's uh, for those of you who don't know uh, like there's the Ravi and Ronak show that is up on ESPN Cricket for the latest episode has went up I think just before the Asia Cup began and uh, uh, Ronak has also been part of the tour uh, that India had in the Caribbean uh, being a part of the commentary team so we will dig into all of that as we discuss the much awaited India squad after much fanfare and I don't yeah, know I man just, there's so much I just much... like to tell all our listeners that just to mock me Kostub has got a zoom background which is supposed to be like a beach and palm tree and cement and i didn't see any of that in all of the caribbean so <laughs> thanks kosto so so what is goa better than the caribbean no i had like two palm trees next to me in like bish and kurtli ambros <laughs> so i couldn't then, see much beyond them no real surprises right uh, like nagraj who was on the show 2 3 weeks ago had said that uh, his wish was for a press conference for the squad announcement for the world cup squad announcement given how refreshing the asia cup squad was i think that's the only big news from this that they did a press conference because squad kind of picks itself we knew who was going to get dropped yeah just look at after 30 years of being in the news reporting profession what nagaraj's wishes have relegated to <laughs> come down to yeah, yeah please please let there be a press conference for the world cup squad we got two press conferences in what one and a half months or something with the captain and chief selector both sometimes you get only just one of them wow this is a double treat and agarkar's been chief selector for like what two months two months yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to get a presser every month now is that what this is <laughs> after every game agarkar will speak <laughs> in the world cup nine press conferences confirmed let's see how far they go with the chief selector upar se <laughs> <laughs> So yeah let's if we get right into it uh, the no real changes from the Asia Cup squad apart from what we expected it's Prasid Krishna and uh, Tilak Verma not making it into the final 15 first thoughts guys like Ronak had also presented the uh, the show on Star Sports right selection day so which was discussing the whole squad announcement so like what are your first thoughts coming into this like you heard of from Manjrekar you heard from Tom Moody yeah i mean just putting it all together and still trying to be true to what i feel i actually think surya is lucky very lucky to be in that 15 the idea of surya kumar yadav i think exceeds the impact of surya kumar yadav in odi cricket and quite frankly kostub if he plays in odi cricket he's firstly not going to be a starter in the 11 he's going to come in only in case of injury or if someone really has a bad run of form but who are these people that he's going to come in for for perform it has to be one of shreya sayar or i can't even say it no but it has to be shreyas stroke kl rahul uh, if rahul is considered as a batter but i think the top four is just not suited for surya in odi cricket his best use if at all will be at number 6 where india have tried and flirted with him for a few innings and even that he's not quite done the job uh, like he has in t20 cricket now he can't play at six in this team because you got the keeper hardik and jadeja who are written in stone in every 
in that context, who is your better squad player to come in at number four? I think it's Tilak Verma. If KL Rahul is the number one keeper, Kishan doesn't play. And then you don't have the left-handed option. In ODI cricket, you can get a few overs out of Tilak as an off-spinner with a lot more insurance than you do in T20 cricket. So I just think the idea of Surya will not be as helpful for this ODI team uh, as we may be led to believe. So I think he's the only one that I would have gone the other way with, got Tilak in, in place of Surya. The rest of the team, there are no real surprises and I don't think you can make a strong enough case for either Prasid Krishna or Sanju Samson or Yuzvendra Chahal or anyone else ahead of the, the incumbents that have been picked. But for me, Surya will present more confusion. He'll seduce the team often into trying to play him, into having that one innings. But if you start the tournament with a certain level, you're unlikely to change it. And if you do have to make a change because of form or injury, I don't think Surya will be playing in a position or in a role that 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 form or injury will open up. So that's the only question mark as far as the squad goes. Vishal? Yeah, so Surya-wise, yeah, if you see his ODI numbers this year especially, he made his ODI debut much earlier. But this year, if you look at his numbers, totally agree that he's been lucky to be picked in this squad. The only other perspective I'll give is that he was backed throughout this year even after the whether he got the three ducks or his recent form in the West Indies if I just focus on how he had been talking in the press conferences or how Rohit and Ajit they all had been you know giving us the insiders view they all had been saying that he is going to offer something in the team maybe his role if he gets whatever number of games he gets in the in the World Cup is just to play 40-50 balls come really late. This he himself said in the West Indies. Maybe that's his role. Of course, form is not on his side, but the other thing is that they backed him throughout. So leave and picking him in the Asia Cup and then leaving him out for the World Cup, that would have been a real surprise for me. Picking Tilak would not have been a surprise, but I think after backing him, after backing Surya so much, it would have been a bit of a surprise. That's another thing that then fans would have said, you know, what is this? management doing you back a player for so long and then mm. is this the same Raidu treatment although Raidu had scored a lot more runs before the 2019 World Cup this is the slightly other perspective and uh, of course in an ideal scenario which you may not get in a squad of just 15 Tilak Verma should have been there because he's the left hand batter although he, my only concern with Tilak is that uh, he's not played any ODIs so far would you want to give an inexperienced player, a debut in a World Cup where your first two matches or two big matches are Australia and Pakistan in the first three matches. Those yeah. are your first two teams you play. That also, the first match is in Chennai in uh, and against Australia is going to be a massive match. So, it was a tough call, but I think to back a player and to continue to uh, to continue with your thinking that you had been start that you had started with before the IPL. I think it's fairly fine, especially if you give Surya not more than 40-50 balls yeah. to play. And in the lead-up, uh, the other thing is that the major worries that India had, let's say from the last year, was that, especially when Hardik used to get injured and not bowl so much in ODIs, was who's going to be your sixth bowler? And the second concern was who's going to be your number eight? So one of those problems have been solved. Hardik is there. He doesn't have to bowl all 10 also. 
that's the best part and the other one has not been solved because Shardul Thakur and Aksar Patel they both have been picked because India do not have a solid number 8 which most other uh, teams have yeah let me, let me just let me just say one more thing Kostub on how late things have been left right i totally get vishal's point and i agree with it it's such a it's so unfair to put a debutant in the world cup squad and then ask him to come in midway he almost saw rishabh pant even though he was capped once he was brought in at number 4 at the fag end of a world cup you're almost putting him in the worst possible situation to succeed but i'm just thinking of the chaos that has come with workload management change in selector uh, not as much odi cricket uh, and and you had a you had a, you had three games in the west indies that i was there that was a squad that was picked before ajit agarkar became chairman and imagine if tilak verma played those three odis got 280s and 100 or got 350s like ishan kishan you're just thinking differently even if you've left it so late and you've reset after the ipl where you only had the wtc and then your first bit of odis were the west indies odis you're already waiting on rahul shreyas to all return from injury that was the time to play a left hander sanju samson was always going to be your reserve option he was never going to outrank kishan and kl rahul it's and he's he's got a he's got a body of odis even though few and far in between but if you wanted that left hand option you had an opportunity to try it and you didn't so i just think sometimes there are there are processes that form part of sound decision making ahead of a big icc tournament and i'm just disappointed with how many questions or how late india have left it when it comes to their batters you know you you're still worried about kishan at 4 or 5 one innings will not change that you're still hoping surya pays off you're hoping shreyas and kl rahul after a long lengthy layoff are going to hit the ground running that's already five batters i think i've mentioned that you're hoping come good as against go into a world cup with red hot form and that's how you should be going into it and i haven't even mentioned shubman gill who a lot of people are still not convinced with on the biggest stage against top quality bowling and the shine of freedi arisraf nasim shah examination hasn't quite helped it's not like rohit and kohli are banging hundreds game after game so you had the opportunity to throw in an x factor left hand batter who bowls i can't stress enough on that third part who bowls which would possibly allow you on certain days to play an extra batter Uh, or to play an extra seamer, play Shami Siraj and Bumrah. So Tilak's inclusion at a time where batters don't bowl is so so important. But India have not given themselves uh, enough evidence to make that call, which is where Vishal's point rightly comes in. Like I'm, I'm getting the feeling that we have had buyer's remorse with uh, Surya Kumar Yadav, right? Like there's a rose-tinted glasses kind of explanation your sky-tinted glasses with respect to the selectors and they're just and now they've given him such a long run it doesn't make sense to drop him just for a world cup but you know it is a risky run to begin with right and uh, tilak verma has been also making runs in the ipl over the last couple of years it's not like he has just had one great season like over the last two three years he has been growing you could have brought him in a year ago or a year and a half ago absolutely 
were you waiting for the IPL to tell you that this guy can play Lister cricket too, where he averages in excess of 50 and strikes at over 100 in like 12 or 13 games? He got runs last time. You knew the paucity of left-hand options in your best 11 or in your top six. And barring pinch-hitting promotions for Akshar Patel, which were never going to be the answer, I don't think India ever ventured into the direction of trying to address that. I would so I would go further and say that you could have considered Jadeja at four for a lengthy amount of ODIs if you really were desperate if, as a makeshift option and see if Jadeja in ODI cricket he can actually take his time at number four and he's shown that he can you know play his gears. He in fact for me is ill-suited at seven when you need to go hard from ball one. He has a certain template in which he succeeds best which was like the 2019 semi-final and games like that where the asking rate is not high and early wickets have fallen and there is a set batter and there's a set batter at the other end so Jadeja will put a price on his wicket and try and rebuild if you're batting first or will try and just take the chase deep if you're batting second but I'd rather have Surya succeeding at Jadeja's role at that number Jadeja playing in the top four if you would have got runs you're not so desperate for Shreya Sayer or KL Rahul's return. But like I said, there are just so many uncertainties about this team. Even though it's been picked, I I just don't know whether it oozes of the same confidence as India in the last three 50-year World Cups. Yeah, that point about Tilak Verma, if we just get back to that for a minute, is very interesting that uh, why was he picked so late? And obviously, he still hasn't got a chance. There are going to be three games in the Super 4s now in yeah. Asia Cup. Let's say even if he gets a chance in that or two, three chances, he could easily play the Australia ODIs also. A full-strength squad yeah. is not going to be picked for that. If he scores runs in that, then what? It's hmm. just going to be what you're mm-hmm. thinking about Ishan Kishan and KL Rahul in the 11. That is still, like the cliche goes, a happy edit because at least both, both of them are in your 15, whom you play on in a particular 11 depending on opposition and conditions, is a smaller headache. But if you have a really good left-hander in prime form, red-hot form, after making his ODI debut, even before 28th September, which is the deadline for the World Cup squad changes, what do you do then? So maybe, I mean, to give, to sympathize with the selectors or management a little bit, maybe they thought in June or something after the IPL was that, Okay, our two prime middle-order batters, three in fact, if you include uh, Rishabh Pant as well, three of them are nowhere close to the squad. Shreya Sayyar himself recently said in an interview that uh, he was surprised by his own recovery. A back injury is really, really stressful and uh, maybe Kaustup can explain on that. He, he's just recovering from one. And, uh, <laughs> low blow, low blow. So, but getting back to... But no, no, I, I mean it because... We ourselves face such an issue with back injury. Imagine what an elite athlete has to go through, clearing yo-yo tests and all the tests that they have to go through at NCA. But coming back to the point, Tilak Verma was maybe picked for that, that, okay, if one of these doesn't make it, Ayer or Rahul, we'll give Tilak a chance in the Asia Cup. But thankfully mm-hmm. for India, they all are fit, apart from Rishabh Pant. So now they just have to hope that whenever these two get in the 11, Shreya Sayer and KL Rahul, they just hit some runs and remain fit. Uh, you're doing a disservice to Tilak Verma also then net with that argument given how much of a long rope Sky was given. Tilak is going in, out, in, out purely because 
like we're just waiting for shreya sayer and kl rahul to get fit right but like we have discussed on this pod also multiple times that if they are fully fit and they're able to score runs then shreya and kl are locks at 4 and 5 i'm a little disappointed that prasad krishna didn't make it but i don't see any way of squeezing him in into this squad right given that he's an exciting bowler to watch and everything but uh, the bowling lineup practically picks itself as we had discussed even say two weeks ago so the shardul akshar patel thing will maybe come down to conditions like if you want to play an extra spinner or if you want to play an extra bowler like given that both can bat and both can try and whack some runs i just wanted to ask you ronak like given that you have been around you know been around the team per se but you have watched uh, the most recent series right in the caribbean and everything right so he was around the team there he was certainly around the team <laughs> <laughs> the only indian commentator in the west indies he has all the inside info yeah my my room uh, i won't mention which hotel but i had rane Oh, that that reduces it to two hotels only during the tests. Yeah. <laughs> I had Rani on one side uh, and Ashwin on the other, so they put me with the test specialists. And then I think I had uh, Vikram Rathore just across the room with me in another one. Uh, Kohli was in the suite section, a little higher. Uh, I think Rohit was also on the same floor, but at the other end. As you? <laughs> no, 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 in the suite. As, as exactly. Oh, yeah, captain gets yeah. the suite, of course. Anyway. The shock in Vishal's tone. Oh, as you, he's in the same. <laughs> the Indian captain is in the same for us. I thought Rohit didn't get a suite. How? What the hell? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, but but yeah. Back to it. What's your question, Kostu? I I just want to ask, like, what the quote unquote mahal was like, right? Uh, in uh, during the Caribbean tour, like that is the question that some like, that uh, Rohit Sharma was asked today in completely different circumstances. But uh, given, like, I think uh, you amongst all of us have been the closest to the team. right and like or at least i've been observe them far closer than we have we have been able to see through the visuals so like most of the 15 did make it to the caribbean so that's true at least the ones that were fit yeah what 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 did the overall team feel like and how do we close this off given what you saw it's a tough one i would be careful to not reveal just what were observations and impressions at a time where the players fully know that they're not being watched or scrutinized but i think this is a team of a lot of very talented individuals i don't know if they gel as well together as previous teams are uh, or do uh, and i'm just saying that from a context of there are certainly pockets uh, and i know everyone doesn't need to get along with everyone for a team to succeed but it has you a little concerned if the same group doesn't really spend a lot of time together that when they actually come together it can it actually be as well in sync as the end game portal scene where everyone follows the script to perfection doctor strange calls them on and nobody puts a foot wrong everyone knows their role and eventually iron man you know wins the day Who is Thanos here? Thanos is the World Cup itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just trying to think. If you actually imagine, imagine if the Avengers Endgame portal scene was real, like so many people would show up. Guys, they've never seen with, fought with, 
or have no idea where they've come back from, try to make sense of it. And then you suddenly ask each other questions like, okay, who's taking this? What am I supposed to do? There's friendly fire possible. But let me just say that um, there are reservations about how this team will pull in the same direction, uh, given that they've not played a lot together. Given that I still don't think Rohit Sharma is particularly as happy with the resources he has. I think Ajit's point that Vishal mentioned on our Hindi pre-show as well today. Can you just repeat that point, that exactly what he said? Something like... About the team balance? Yeah. Yeah, so he was asked in the press conference that is this the... Are all bases covered? Do you think an off-spinner is missing or right-arm leg-spinner is missing? He said, you can't find the best balance, but this gives us the best chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think somewhere that reflection is even there with Rohit that he would rather have a spinner who could also bat in the middle order, but India don't have that kind of player. He would much rather play Prasid Krishna ahead of Shardul Thakur as your extra seamer, or even Shami and Siraj and Bumrah along with Kuldeep, but none of his batters bowl. So those are, you know, the kind of issues that he's not been able to address. And that's where I feel like I feel like that sentiment was even expressed in the Caribbean. He is desperate to find answers to solutions, but he doesn't have the personnel that will put an end to all those problems. Yeah, so you try to play Sanju Samson, even if Sanju Samson would have got runs in every game, would he have solved any questions? Yeah. Right? Would he he wouldn't really have. Even if Ishan Kishan got runs at the top of the order, does he really solve any questions if you want to play him at five? And he scored a double century last year. Yeah, so, 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 so that is that is where I think the predicament of Indian cricket lies. I maybe people listening to this will think, why are you guys dumping so hard? This is still not a bad team, of course not. But I'd like to say that if they win the World Cup, mm. I think it'll be a huge shock. Like it'll be an upset, and I'll be very happy about it. Of course. But there are there are a number of teams that cover a lot more bases, and. India have covered more bases going into World Cups previously and not gone all the way. So, so this would be a bit of an upset if India win the World Cup and go all the way. So, taking that point forward, that how all bases are not covered in this team, which Ajit Agarkar himself uh, admitted to, he was asked, don't you think an off-spinner should be there? This is home conditions. Chennai, uh, Delhi, Lucknow... Our pitches yeah. that could easily Delhi, run and Lucknow, uh, yeah. Mumbai, also you could get some purchase, Mumbai and Ahmedabad. Ajit Agarkar said, ideally you would want an off-spinner. But this game, this team gives us some kind of balance. Don't you think some kind of conversation would have come up about Ashwin or Washington Sundar? Yeah. Because they can back. It has and, come up. Yeah, yeah. So, what would that have been like? <laughs> just, just, the, just the smile okay. in Ronak's face when Rishal asked, there's no particular... Because when we talk about Chahal... Yeah. The easiest answer we all think of is he can't bat. Yeah. Ashwin and Washington both can bat. Correct. So the the, the I think the, the impressions on Ashwin and Washi right now are they are essentially competing with Akshar Patel. And uh, Akshar Patel is considered to be the better batting spin bowling all-rounder and has a better body of work as a spin bowler in ODI cricket since the last World Cup where Ashwin has played only I think a handful of games. It's also important to remember that uh, Ashwin in 2011 was bowling with one ball in ODI cricket, one white ball. And with two white balls, the value of a finger spinner as it gets older, softer, to be able to turn 
it's not necessarily going to be grounds for him to be as effective as he was in 2011 where he could play as perhaps the third spinner like he did against Australia in the quarter final so I think the impression on Ashwin is if one of Jadeja and Akshar get injured midway through the tournament India looking good going into the semis final then you call in someone senior to replace him as far as Washington Sundar goes there's just not enough to go with hmm. if Washi Sundar had played had he been fit and I think he would have he's, he has to be a part of the plans looking at the paucity of all-rounders you can't help but think Washington Sundar is going to get a long run of games Akshar Patel is getting a longer run of games because India's struggling with all-round options and this is a home world cup you can afford to play the extra spin bowling all-rounders so uh, Washi had the series in Bangladesh was steady I think got 3-4 in one game and then uh, can't quite remember how he bowled in the others but he's steady at best He's not going to run through sites and his 50 over credentials are still to be established. His 2020 credentials are still stronger. So, unfortunately, there are just, to put it with no disrespect to the players, there are just not enough exciting options. Hmm. You do not have that one gun spin bowling all-rounder, either a batter who can get... You don't have Suresh Raina. Forget Yuvrat Singh. Yuvrat Singh is a generational player. But you don't have a Suresh Raina here. A guy who can give you 6-7 overs and bat 5-6-7 whatever. Uh, or even 2-3 overs. Sometimes yeah. you just need 2-3 yeah. overs to fill in as a third spinner. Yeah. And and I don't know... I, that whole generation you're speaking of had like Sehwag and Tenvilkar who could bowl. I'm just saying, if I get like Raina, just the... That that was that was an ethos that was set by MS Dhoni. He picked a team where he had 8-9 bowling options at a time. His only wild card in that World Cup was Yusuf Pathan, who was one of India's most inexperienced players going into it. And he knew full well that he's going to start with Pathan. If Pathan fails, I have the experience of Suresh Raina with over 100 games coming in and that's exactly what happened so there was a lot of thought that was put into the team that were played in 2011 I don't know how many people called it favourites after India's last 50 over performance they were certainly going to be a strong team at home but it was also a team that covered a lot of bases and honestly barring Zahir Khan it didn't have a great fast bowling attack uh, with due respect to Munaf Patel and Shrishant and Ashish Nehra they weren't you know, uh, teams, bowlers that are going to run through teams. He built this team around what he knew the strength of this team would be. Strong and deep batters and multiple spin bowling all-rounders. He had an idea of what would succeed and it worked for him in a format that was a lot more uh, forgiving in a way. This is a really tough format and I don't think in in 2023, Rohit Sharma can say that he had a vision in place in say 2019-20 and he's been able to bring a group of players that live out to that vision. So that that's not on Rohit Sharma. That's on a lot of things in Indian cricket with the workload, with the lack of ODI cricket, with the change of selection, the change of captaincy and so many other things that has hap- that has fallen upon him. So I just think that that's where, that's where we stand. We just don't have exciting enough options like, uh, like they did back then to say that Ashwin and Washi certainly play ahead of Akshar. This vision that a captain and coach obviously together should have. I'm wondering now, but this applies to all teams. Uh, all 10 teams that are going to play the World Cup. That is it a factor of the fact that you played two T20 World Cups in the last two years. 100%. So the ODI format or the ODI World Cup has mainly been looked at this year. After the T20 World Cup got over last year. And also this year, in the beginning, all your focus was on the WTC final. Mm. You didn't have a couple of batters fit for that. You had to bring back Rahane. So your headaches were completely different is what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, England could easily say that they have got most bases covered. They won't have the home advantage and maybe not as great spinners. 
that India have and they have had to leave out Chahal and all that. But it just makes me think that maybe the priority was different. ODIA is nobody's favorite format when yeah. you're planning. Yeah. Players, when individually they are asked, they say Test cricket is our favorite format. A lot of them play T20s, yeah. uh, IPL. Everybody plays when they are. I think now Virat Kohli would say ODI cricket is his favorite format. <laughs> so would Babar Azam and yeah. possibly even Rohit Sharma. Yeah. T20 as he hasn't played in a while, yeah. so he can't pick that format. But you know, you make a really good point. Just the amount of T20 cricket, it actually has just confused Indian cricket when it comes to their one-day team and their one-day vision. The ODI World Cup being a priority, being something that India wanted to win after 11. It just seems like the last few years with all the chaos that's gone on. If you actually, I remember the words coming out from the Indian camp at the start of the year. I think Sri Lanka was the first series. T20Is yeah. followed by, yeah, yeah. Uh, did they play ODIs? I think New Zealand played the ODIs. I mean, I can't... Sri think Lanka I, also played ODIs. They went to Guwahati. Right, and right. Yeah. So, I, I remember at that point, the chat was, oh, the World Cup is so far away. Nine yeah. months is a long time away. You know, and then there's an IPL to come. But what, how much does an IPL help you understand? It can show you players that are in touch and form and then, you know, you can always look at Rane and say, great, you know, we can always throw him into the WTC and whatnot. But it gives you no, it's not a, it doesn't reward any real long-term planning. So what, what England have done, whether right or wrong, to pick a David Malan ahead of Harry Brook is yeah. a reflection of clear planning. It may work, it may not work. And it, it, it's a very unpopular decision. In effect, they have left out their Surya in Harry Brook, who can change a game and win it yeah. or not. And they've said, we'll play David Malan, we'll play Joe Root. These are the guys that are going to play our 50-0 format. Malan knows that. And Brook is going to have to live with that. And knows full well that he's going to be a key player for the T20 World Cup next year in the Caribbean. So, somewhere, there is, there is something to learn from teams that are winning more ICC events than India right now as to what is working. Because this khichdi of formats with the IPL and occasionally the WTC pops up where that assumes precedence. So then Shami will not play ODIs after that and Siraj will not play an ODI after that. And, you know, you have all these things that come in which workload management has just confused the crap out of the Indian team. And we find, that we find ourselves having this kind of conversation here. So at some point, whether it's a bifurcation in white and red ball a director of cricket, as we've you know covered and spoken of on the site before, India have to find out how they're going to not be suddenly you know caught up with the World Cup coming their way and having all these questions to answer. Injuries are always going to be part of the problem, but we talk about depth, so then depth should technically cover injuries. Every every team has a story with injuries, whether it's Jofra Archer and Mark Wood for England or Besto at the last World Cup for, uh, for uh, at the last T20 World Cup. Everyone has a story with injuries, but somehow it just puts India, Indian cricket into panic a lot more than others. In fact, India themselves had very good backups mm. until a couple of years ago, before the COVID-19 pandemic, in fact. Yeah. The setup was so good at that time. This is when uh, Kohli was the captain, Ravi Shastri was the coach, and MSK Prasad was the chief selector, mm. and Rahul Ravid was in charge of India A and NCA mm. and all that. Whenever a player would get injured, you knew as a fan also, forget as a cricket expert or commentator which now Ronak is or, <laughs> or even if somebody gave a press conference from the Indian team management you knew what who the backup was going to be they yeah. would not shock yeah. or surprise you and that's why India was the number one team in tests for such a long time yeah. the talent and the use of that talent and the resources was so good and that point about that you make about England that again makes me think should India have a separate white ball yeah, coach I not just a director of cricket yeah. and England are leading the way again in that mm. 
and you've spoken about how just a world cup landed on uh, india's plate mm-hmm. which might happen again as soon as this odi world cup is over yeah because you will go to t20 mode exactly yeah. in june next year you have a t20 world cup and you will have one again in 2026 then will come the 2027 odi world cup so you're going yeah. to so now the reality of the cricketing landscape is there going to be two t20 world cups in between 250 over world cups always with a wtc final <laughs> which india would want to make every time and it's an not every year yeah <laughs> so it's also how much workload can a coach take yeah. not just a captain do you also need a separate white ball coach i hope the indian team management uh, or the bcci this comes to the bcci mm. whom they pick and how they uh, find it draw alignment between this conversation has gone from like Uh, uh did you like the squad to uh, <laughs> let us like make a note of every single thing that we think is wrong with the... this is why you shouldn't call me on these shows which don't have a end time at least in the record that he'll take care of in the edit <laughs> yeah. if i play devil's advocate now that would mean i'm putting a positive spin on it which is a unique way to look at it given how i've been looking at the squad for the last couple of weeks but i think the squad is in a decent place that way whatever answers you could get or what are questions you could ask of the squad given the talent and given the injuries that yeah all this considered and the last one hour of rambling aside this is a good squad <laughs> yeah in one line <laughs> this is a good squad <laughs> no like it's like you you still see you're going to have your top four top the top four the top five is not going to fail in every single match you're going to have one or two people kicking yeah. at every single point rohit also like, has not played that many odias this year and the fact that he got a good run against nepal despite having despite struggling in that first over against really good swing bowling the fact that he scored a century earlier this yeah. year he scored uh, i i'm forgetting his exact score against nepal yeah, but yeah. that bodes well for him and he's yeah, going to be playing at home he's, he's too big a player for india i mean he's perhaps india's most important player if he can repeat the form he had in 2019 we're talking talking about a different ball game because then you know you're all you're all, then this team has got a different look to it only if india don't get one or two down early or two or three down early it's the same conversation 2019 but you change the 2019 semi final and you just say rohit sharma and virat kohli and kl rahul get starts and get runs india win the semi final simple as that so you know they don't leave too much to do at the end so so it's the same thing with a different set of players different captain different coach they're top order fires they look a good enough team because the bowling is the bowling is in better health i'd like to think assuming that bumrah yeah. sirat shami all are fit available kuldeep is bowling the best he ever has and between jadeja and hardik pandya both fully fit that's uh, that's two of the best all rounders you think india have produced in recent years or or going around in odi cricket certainly in the world so so the bowling's in good health uh, if india continue to bat well there there should be no reason why they don't at least make the semis i'm basing this whole rant in the first hour on that very point that i don't know if india will bat well coming into the asia cup right like using both the nepal and the pakistan game as pegs right uh, the top order did not do well against pakistan and you had like ishan kishan for the first time batting at number 5 at least in decent memory i don't think he's ever batted number 5 in odi as before that and him and hardik pandya put together like a 100 run partnership there are pieces here that show that the middle order isn't as fragile as we think it to be like just going in through both the pakistan game and the nepal game like that we saw uh, the pakistan game kind of gave us a glimpse of how the middle order could fire and the nepal game showed us how the bowlers still need a lot more game time yeah. <laughs> and we need to figure out how to catch our catches better yeah, like, a lot can change in the next four games in the super fours 
if India make the final and yeah. if some of the squad players get game time against Australia, suddenly if we have this chat literally one day before India Australia's World Cup game, you might think this is awesome. This is the best team ever. Yeah, I'll just say one thing about the middle order. I don't think it was fragile as such. The only there was uncertainty around it because these three guys were injured for such a long time. K L Rahul and Shreyas uh, Iyer and Hardik Pandya and Hardik Pandya. Yeah. yeah. So. The fact that these two are back at least, KL Rahul and Shreyas Iyer. Shreyas Iyer would be more disappointed than anyone the way he got out in the first game. He was he started off so well and middled the ball to mid-wicket. I wish he had gotten more runs. That would have been so good. And so, the way Ishan Kishan and Hardik also batted. Of course, Hardik's form was also important like Ronak said. Ishan Kishan, when he was thrown into the mix, the only question was that where should he bat? And I was really happy to see that he batted at the position where KL Rahul bats. So at least the Indian team did not change any everybody else's position now. Whether KL Rahul fits into the eleven or Ishan Kishan fits into the eleven, you don't have to change your thinking. You just have to pick the right batter on a given day, depending on conditions and the opposition. Who knows in Chennai and Lucknow when you are playing in the World Cup against teams like Australia and England, where you need a more technically sound batsman. It could be KL Rahul, even if Ishan Kishan isn't in, mm. is in really good form. And against some of the other teams, you could see Ishan Kishan in maybe at maybe Wankhede, Bangalore, and Eden Gardens. So middle order looks pretty good to me. And in the coming three games, at least in the Super Fours, Shreyas Iyer looked in really good form. So most bases are covered, at least in the batting. Like there was that uh, stat that came up on TV during the the Nepal game, right after the consecutive dropped catches, and it's about catching efficiencies. Yeah. And uh, I don't know who the commentators were, but like India were like eight. India was second last in that. Yeah, above Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, in top ten, and uh, somebody had quipped that, uh, yeah, like it's not that bad in the seventies. Catching percentages means like if you're doing a pretty good job, and then Hayden quips in the back. Like, bro, that'll be the difference between lifting and dropping the cup. <laughs> like, you see the top two teams, they leave absolutely nothing to chance. Pakistan was, like, number two on that list. Coming into that Nepal game, the bowling doesn't strike much confidence yet. But I just think it's because they're not fully gelled yet. Yeah, I think also also the, the stakes aren't high at the moment. It would have been really nice to see India field against Pakistan after a really tough 48 overs with bat, or 50 overs with bat. And... I think when the stakes are high, Indian fielding is vastly improved right now, with the exception of a couple of players who are not in the squad. You know, so I I actually don't see India's fielding being a problem when they are in a home World Cup. You know, packed houses, assuming people get tickets uh, to actually watch the India games. <laughs> But uh, I I don't think it's as much of a concern. Uh, I think we can leave the first hour against Nepal as. something which will rarely ever happen again yeah fielding aside uh, which you can't do much about apart from practicing which i'm sure they are the bowling ronak made a very good point about earlier about the whole team that how you are gelling together how much time mm-hmm. you are spending together so that i think will get better with time as far as the bowling attack is concerned yeah. because shami was not there in the west indies he hasn't played any game since the wtc final when he bowled against nepal yeah. that also Only because Bumrah was not available. Mm. I hope he gets more game time, more time uh, bowling with Siraj and Bumrah both, if that is possible in an eleven. But he looked a little rusty. But apart from that, he looked really good. Mm. He was swinging the ball both ways when he came on with the old ball. He was banging in those bouncers like he does on any pitch with any kind of ball, red or white. So and Siraj was your best bowler in the West Indies 
when these guys bowl together for a few games, it will be really good. And Umrah, when he reached Ireland only, he had said before his first game that uh, he was ready to bowl 10 overs at that time itself. Yeah. He had covered his fitness at the NCA in such a way that he was World Cup ready at that time. Now it's just about getting some game time, getting into the groove and, you know, getting all your coordination together as a bowling mm. attack. Uh, any final thoughts on that, given that we like we had uh, completely discounted Bangladesh in the last pod and turns out they have a foot in the door of the Super 4. India, Pakistan are sure locks. All, all I'll say is that uh, this is actually a really important week of Asia Cup cricket for India for all the reasons we mentioned. And because we don't know where it's going if... to be played. <laughs> <laughs> Once they all arrive at the same ground to play Super 4 cricket in Sri Lanka, I just think the point that Vishal makes that we've repeated this team understanding uh, uh, roles when they play with each other, full strength team. Uh, and let's be fair, it's a tough World Cup. India need to treat these three games against presumably Sri Lanka, Bangladesh and of course Pakistan as just three knockout games. Remember, they didn't make the final last year, which was dreadful. Yeah. You know, in, yes, in the T20 format, but India is supposed to boss the Asia Cup. Not making the final of the Asia Cup is not an option for India. Not winning the Asia Cup, maybe you have a bad day in the final, okay. You didn't make the final last year. So, India need to first show their credentials here of actually getting more things right against teams that they are most certainly expected to beat in the World Cup. Can we really put our house on them beating England or Australia or New Zealand? Perhaps, perhaps not. But we certainly would like to see India beat Bangladesh, Sri Lanka and Pakistan. And this is a really strong Pakistan team. Not a Pakistan team that is mercurial or, you know, was what it was in 2019 where you just knew India are going to beat them. This is a damn good Pakistan team. So if India win this Asia Cup or at least beat these three teams, go on to the final and have a good final, that goes a long way into them believing that this is a team that will that is fine. It's in good health. If they don't, if they mess it up, or even if they if they sort of uh, falter their way uh, into the final or stumble their way there, where they might drop a game to Sri Lanka but beat Pakistan and Bangladesh, I don't think that's good. This is a strong Indian team. It's full strength. They have to win all these games. I'd like to see them win all these games comprehensively. Maybe Pakistan will be tough, but play the better cricket because you have the personnel too. And if they don't, they'll enter the World Cup with a serious amount of doubt and that's what I'm worried about. So I'd like to see this team really flex some muscle in the Asia Cup. The other things I'd like to add to this why India should win all these games is because Sri Lanka is not full strength. Yeah. Their bowling attack is just not there. Bangladesh Past, too. Yeah. Bangladesh too. Their openers are not there. <laughs> Ibadat Hussain is not there. And uh, the latest injury they have is Najmul Hussain. Uh, Shanto, Shanto the best batter of the tournament. Best yeah. batter of the tournament and of the year. Mm. He's averaging better than most of them. Has scored more runs than any of them. That's two teams. Pakistan, they might be the number one team. But I don't think even they have got all their bases covered on form right now. Right. They have hardly played many games leading into this World Cup. Yeah. And most of them have come at home against a side like New, Ze- New Zealand. A second string side like New Zealand. Because that clashed with the IPL when yeah. half their team was in India. So they have not really been tested that and much. Afghanistan ran them close in a in the in the yeah. recent series as well. One of the games they That's lost. True. Yeah. So there's no reason India should be slacking off too much. Which means they are are they the favourites? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. 
No, I meant for the World Cup because we we had criticized them a little too much. So basically, <laughs> if they win the Asia Cup, they are favourites. Yeah. <laughs> no, very very simple. Like, huh? You just have to win the Asia Cup. You just have to beat the number one. The Asia Cup is better than the World Cup, as has been established. Yeah, many by times. Sid Monga, and many times, you know, in the world. We have ball by ball updates for where the next venue is going to be. So, <laughs> so uh, I guess that's as good a note as any to end this pod on. Thank you so much, Ronak, for joining. Cheers, Kostub. We will bring you in for more insider info and uh, Ravi Sastry impersonations later. Especially after India win the World Cup. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so, but who, who? He basically just ma- mentioned Dhoni's name on the winning shot. So, who's going to hit the winning shot for Shastri to call it 12 years later? Like Dhoni has a ring to it. I'm not yeah. sure. Like it's going to be Kohli. It's going to be Kohli. Ah, uh, fairy tale endings. <laughs> Only for Messi. Nobody else. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not wishing for it. I'm saying that's how it happens. So yeah. far, it's not happened for anybody else. Costal man. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you so much for uh, listening to ESPN Cricket Post Stump Mike. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, do leave a rating on Apple Podcasts uh, or, sorry, a review on Apple Podcasts and a rating on Spotify. That really helps take the podcast forward. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Bye.